0: This is Ethan, and I'm here with Dave, and together we are Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird
1: Al podcast, episode 45-inch. On this week's episode, we conclude our discussion to determine the definitive top five Weird Al Yankovic album cover art with artist and illustrator Kelly Phillips.
2: Dave and Ethan's Two Thousand
3: Inch Weird Al podcast. It's a podcast about Weird Al. Dave and Ethan's
2: Two Thousand Inch
3: Weird Al podcast. Seriously, the whole podcast is about Weird Al.
2: Dave and Ethan's Two Thousand Inch Weird Al
3: podcast. You don't have to listen, but we're glad you are.
2: Dave and Ethan's Two Thousand Inch Weird Al podcast.
1: On last week's episode, we sat down with one of our favorite artists, Kelly Phillips, and the timing could not have been any better as she is the artist behind the beautiful cover art to the new book by Lily Hirsch, Weird Al Seriously. It's coming out on March 15th. Plus, she designed that awesome caricature of Ethan and myself. March 15th, that's only a few short days away. That's right. I'm so excited. And if you remember, with Kelly, we recorded one of our patent-pending definitive top five lists the Top 5 Weird Al Yankovic Album Cover Arts. And last week, we asked our listeners to send in their own Top 5 lists. We got some great lists. People were sending them to us on our Twitter account, on our Facebook groups, even through private messages. One of our listeners, Kenneth, he sent in his list Number five, he had Apocalypse. Number four, Mandatory Fun. Number three, Off the Deep End. Number two, Dare to be Stupid. And number one, Weird Al Yankovic. I wonder how that is going to pan out. It's a great list, but
0: I can't spoil it for everyone else. If it's, it could be, it could be our definitive top five
1: list. It could be 100% the same. I will not confirm nor deny, Dave. You know what's interesting? Another one of our listeners at father beast on twitter he sent in a list and his number one and his number two were the exact same number one and number two as kenneth wow yeah and his full list number five even worse number four straight out of linwood number three poodle hat number two dare to be stupid and number one weird al yankovic wow all right how about one more okay one more all right so our listener dakota he sent in his list Number five, Running With Scissors. Number four, Weird Al Yankovic. Number three, Dare To Be Stupid. Number two, Alpocalypse. And number one, Polka Party. A lot of common themes in those. And
0: I won't ruin any surprises about what we have in our personal top five lists. And of course, the definitive top five list.
1: Yeah, it's really interesting, you know, to see everyone's top five list because, you know, know, there were some common themes in there, but there were some ones that in there that I was a little surprised to see, you know, where they were ranked. But this is all people's personal opinions so i'm not gonna like say i wouldn't put that there i wouldn't put that there (laughs) i'm gonna save that for the rest of this episode (laughs) where i do get to do a lot of
2: that
0: you know of course part one of our discussion is on episode 44 inch so if you haven't listened to that one yet you probably should as this one will make a whole lot more sense but in case you didn't
3: previously on dave and ethan's 2000 inch weird owl podcast
0: you could help us with one of our fan favorite Weird Al top fives. Instead of going through an album song by song, we would look at the
1: albums themselves and actually look at the cover art from the albums. We must come up with a definitive top five list that we all agree upon. Just the cover, the first thing you see when you look at an album. And we've decided to only focus on... Weird Al's 14 studio albums. For Alpalooza, we are considering just the original red version. It's pretty obvious she's got to take Jennifer to the
0: prom. Are you even thinking about Dylan's feelings?
3: I really think that Brenda should just choose Brenda for a while.
0: My number five, Poodle Hat.
3: My number five is Alpalooza.
1: My number five, Bad Hair Day. David, did you you find my Metamucil? I'm not feeling too good.
3: Who is this? Is this my grandson?
1: My number four was Alapalooza.
3: Bad Hair Day is mine. number four.
1: My number four
0: is the self-titled Weird Al Yankovic. I'm not wearing underwear.
1: My
3: lawyer is going to love this.
0: All
1: right, so let's move on. Ethan, what is your number three?
0: So my number three was already mentioned. My number three is Bad Hair Day. Well, excellent choice.
3: Okay, we're staying in the family so far.
0: Yeah, so I, what? Both of yours were four and five for Bad Hair Day. So I feel yep. like.
3: Yes. Mm-hmm. There's
0: a good chance that it'll make the top five when we discuss, but I guess we'll have to wait to find out. Okay, Kelly,
1: what was your number three?
3: My number three is Alpocalypse. So, where we were complaining that Poodle Hat looked a little photoshopped, I love how photoshopped Alpocalypse looks. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is like such a wild. In, like, ridiculous cover to have created. Like, I don't understand what the impetus was for this. There's nothing <laughs> calling back to an apocalypse or the impending, you know, reign <laughs> of death over the city. Um, but this is just the most metal cover you could possibly create. And totally. I just love staring at it.
0: <laughs> and there's like, you know, these little details in the flames of like skulls and fangs and you know, the cities are on fire and the the letters are crumbling. And then if you like look at the, you know, Al is like the L is like popped out more to like really emphasize the Al apocalypse of it. It's so it's so cool. <laughs> and He's just
3: a cheerful little guy. <laughs> do we know which of the four horsemen he's supposed to be? I didn't actually analyze this.
1: Yeah, we do. Actually, I do. I don't know if you guys do, but I. Do. <laughs> Let's hear it, well, Dave. I can
3: see. I can see. Uh, well, is death? It's is is one of them, right?
1: Right. So death is the one all the way on the right, the pale horse. Yeah,
3: and I feel like war must be on the left.
1: Well, war is the red horse, typically. Oh. Okay, and that is the skeleton holding the sword. The metal skeleton. <laughs>
3: yeah. And the metal, very metal. Rock on.
1: The horse all the way to the left, the white horse. That is generally. Um, conquest or pestilence mm. so that leaves one horse left and that's the black horse and that is usually famine mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> Does And this Al actually, when Al did not want to do food songs anymore?
1: <laughs> that's exactly the reason why <laughs> Al put himself as famine because he said it's attributed to all those songs that I did about food back in the 1980s I love it, it
3: makes me love this cover even oh, more it's So good <laughs>
0: Yeah, this, this one is certainly on my list, ranked up higher since we haven't talked about one or two yet. But I can give you that preview that it is either one or two on my list. <laughs> Love
2: it. <laughs> Good. <laughs> this one
1: didn't make my list. It did make the honorable mentions. And just to go back to your point, why is it called Apocalypse? Well, it actually was a reference to... All those, you know, end of times predictions and doomsday prophecies mm-hmm. that was really popular back in 2011. There were quite a yeah. few really big ones. Um, I feel like I think they...
3: 2012 was the Mayan prediction. Right.
1: Yeah. So I think that was just a reference to, you know, the end of the world is coming. And basically that tied in nicely with, you know, the four horsemen of the apocalypse cover that Al did.
0: Can we also say that this is the 13th studio album and 13 is seen as an unlucky number. So therefore the world is ending (laughs) or maybe we could look at it as this is the second last weird album thus far. And it was just kind of a prophecy saying like, Hey, we're
1: coming to the end.
3: We should have known.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, Dave, what is your number three? My number three is the iconic off the deep end album.
3: (laughs) I'm ready to fight about this one. <laughs> Uh-oh.
0: <laughs> I, I will say I, I love this cover, but it made my honorable mentions. Did not make my top five.
3: It is not in contention for me.
1: <laughs>
3: but I get it.
1: I think this is going to be a long night. <laughs> I love about this cover is that it is a direct parody of the Nirvana album, Nevermind. And for those of you who are not familiar with that, that is the one that has that naked baby in the water and he's following a dollar bill on a fishing line.
2: If you look (laughs) at that,
1: put it up right next to Off the Deep End. Al is in the exact same pose as the baby. Of course, you know, he's strategically you know, <laughs> placed, so he does not look like he's totally naked but uh,
0: well he does look totally naked we just can't I, see anything
1: <laughs> right he's strategically placed so that he looks like he's totally naked but you know you just can't see anything and of course you know he's replacing the dollar bill with a donut <laughs> It is such
0: a cool album cover
3: <laughs> yeah of all the like direct parody album covers I do think this is a really really good one but I think the reason that it's good is also the reason why I don't like it as cover art and it's that it's like just a little off-putting <laughs>
0: <laughs> I wonder if the same way that people were mistaking Al Palooza, <laughs> people were you know mistaking this for Nirvana <laughs>
2: I
1: can only hope so.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're down to our top two. Does anyone have a number two that has been said already?
3: No, mine has not been said yet. Dave?
0: Nope. Neither my number one or my number two have been said yet. Whoa! Wow. Okay. Well, because of that, let's let you go first, Dave, for our number two.
1: (laughs) My number two, UHF, original motion picture soundtrack, and other stuff.
3: (laughs) I had a really hard time with this one. Um, I think this is one of my favorite, like, images of Al, to the point where I also copied the eye motif when I did my first comic cover. Mm -hmm. But I personally disqualified it because I don't think this was an image made specifically for the cover art. Whoa. Okay. So I would have otherwise put this pretty high up, but I had to really a soul search. And I decided that I was going to take this out of contention for myself since it was originally the movie poster.
1: That is an excellent point. Yeah.
3: But I also understand that that's how soundtracks work.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: I mean, it did not make my top five or honorable mentions, not to say I don't love it. I mean, like we mentioned earlier, the UHF logo is where our 2000 inch logo takes inspiration one thing that I never really noticed until more recently is how when you look at the TV for the F, the TV goes inside the screen for the H <laughs> and yep. that's something where it it took decades for me to notice and now that I have noticed it, I can't unsee it and something about it just like <laughs> kind of it I can't enjoy the cover art because it just it's it, I have to think about it. And, you know, it's it's going into these different dimensions. And I just don't know if my my mortal brain can can comprehend <laughs> that, let alone look at the rest of the artwork.
3: Some poor graphic designer got away with that since 1989 and you just pulled the rug <laughs> out. from under. <laughs> well,
0: if you do look at our logo, the David and Ethan's 2020 podcast logo, our logo does recreate that to be oh, wow. accurate, which that's where I first noticed it. And I was thinking, man, that must be a mistake. And then I looked at the UHF logo. I was like, wow, (laughs) our artist did a great job.
1: (laughs) And I think we've mentioned it before, but the artist for our 2000 inch logo, that is Heather Malone. We talked a lot about body hair on this episode so far. (laughs) Um,
0: I do want to point out on the UHF cover here, uh, it looks like there is drawn on chest hair. For Al, is it? Do you guys agree that that's drawn on chest hair?
3: I I also think it is, which means that it was a very deliberate choice. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I'd be interested to know if that really sealed the deal when they were creating this image.
0: Like they're going back and forth with like the art director, and they're like, it just needs
1: something, and then they just
0: the
3: bottom of this image could just have a little bit more warmth to it.
1: Well, I think you've hit most of my points. You know, obviously, <laughs> I love the chestnut. No. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've hit most of my points. I mean, you know, I do like this. Correct. It is the, you know, same image that he used for the you know movie itself, the movie posters and things like that. So I can kind of see your argument why you would disqualify it. For me, I'm looking at it and I just think that is such an iconic look of Al is really like kind of the last of his 1980s look, I know it is the last album in the 1980s, but you know I kind of break his career into like kind of an 80's career, and then it starts again with 92. We had a slightly different look. This is kind of the last of that. Mm-hmm. This is also the last album that was put out on vinyl up until Apocalypse did come out. so it you know was kind of the last one to be seen you know on a, a big you know 12 by 12 you know image.
3: Yeah, I do think it's super iconic and that's why I struggled the most with it. And maybe that was just me not wanting to have to rank it. So. <laughs> I'm I'm ready to be swayed on this one.
1: All right. Yeah, Looking
0: this I mean I only did two honorable mentions, but if I did three honorable mentions, this probably would be my number 3 on there. So, I I do love it. And just to argue with Kelly, sorry Kelly. Let's get into it. <laughs> if this wasn't the cover art, you know, if it wasn't the same as the poster, that would be weird.
3: It would be weird. <laughs> okay. I, again, I understand <laughs> okay, that okay. I made a bold choice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Kelly, what's your number two?
3: My number two is Polka Party.
0: Nice.
3: I absolutely love this cover. It's I, This is another one that when I got it finally on vinyl, I got to really appreciate the <laughs> bedlam going on in the background. Yes. <laughs> Um, and I think when I first listened to Polka Party, I was obviously a child and I've now been to punk shows and I think <laughs> just, this is even funnier. Um, I love every single person that was in this photo shoot and I want to hug them all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Their
0: faces are really good and they're everyone get ups, went
3: a hundred percent all in on this photo shoot.
2: <laughs>
1: so if you are... On the cover of this photo shoot and listening to this right now, please give us a call, 347-SPATULA, and we will arrange for Kelly to give you a hug. (laughs) (laughs) It's
2: amazing.
0: (laughs) I, You know, I will say, though, this did not make my list or my honorable mentions list. And it's so hard to say that for these that I'd love so much, but just didn't make the cut.
3: Yeah, I probably have the softest spot in general for Polka Party. I absolutely love it to pieces, but (laughs) this cover really seals the deal for me.
2: You
1: know, I had a hard time not putting this one on my honorable mention list, but ultimately I did not. I think that it is very underrated cover art. I think the album itself is underrated, but I think the cover art in particular is underrated. I think kind of what hurts it is that it looks a little bit too much like, you know, it should be long in the polka section of the record store. Yeah, the that's kind of what I
3: love about it. I think the punks in the back are like a very insidious component to the image where you don't initially see it. You just kind of see this like splatter text. You see Al in this absolutely wonderful lederhosen outfit. And then you're like, wait a minute, <laughs> what's going on behind him? <laughs> <it?" laughs> But I do agree. I think it has just like maybe it needed one or two extra elements to make it go even more over the top (laughs) to really sell this concept.
0: All right. I'm going to tell you my number two. This has not been said yet. But my number two is Dare to be Stupid. Mm. You know, I love this cover. I love how bizarre it is. But I also... I feel like it is. It's just so Al. It's not trying to be something else. It's kind of like the originals, Um, you know, this the ill-advised vanity tour where it's like I'm just gonna play this my stuff. And I feel like this is his cover. It's not trying to be anything else. It is just Al. It's weird. There's a toothbrush on it. There's Lego. There's (laughs) a fish. There's a you know headphone cord. There's a golf ball. It is just. It's so weird and i just i love it it is just it's so iconic to me
3: can we decide what the object in the top left corner is <laughs> i think i've spent my whole life trying to figure out what this is i
0: okay i i didn't know that this was something to be discussed but i've always assumed it was like <laughs> a scientific model of a molecule that's what i've always just assumed it is
1: yeah, I always thought it was a molecule as well.
3: It always gives me somewhere between like a brioche bun kind of vibe. <laughs> of course, yeah. But also like a lady in a thong. Oh! Several, several like bifurcated women. Oh! <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh yeah, I never saw that before. I can't unsee it now.
3: <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> um, I did not have this on my list and it pained me. But it is at the top of my honorable mentions. But I do agree with everything you're saying about how this is the first album where one of his originals really got to shine. And I love that this cover goes all in on being a tribute to probably one of the best originals that he's ever done. Yeah. Um, but I did drop it, if only because... I don't know, I guess I just liked the other five better. <laughs> I loved it, the Be Stupid cover. That's fair, that's fair. <laughs>
1: See, now, re- all the reasons why you guys like this album, cover art, are the reasons why I don't really like this album, cover art. Hmm. The randomness of just these random things that have no relevance at all to any of the songs that are actually on this album. They're just, like, whatever's in my junk drawer, I'm just going to throw out there <laughs> you know, and put it up there. Um, I also don't like that fisheye lens. Al looks really creepy to me in this image. <laughs> <laughs> it's scary. Um, <laughs> and I do have a funny story actually about that image is when I first saw this album cover, um, I was with my cousin and he has the album on vinyl and he says, you know, show me this. And he looks He goes, you know what this guy on the cover, Al, he looks like he looks like my brother, Mike. And then he goes, well, except my brother, Mike has red hair. And my brother Mike doesn't wear glasses. And my brother Mike doesn't have a mustache. I said, he looks nothing like your brother Mike. <laughs> so every time I see this, I think of my cousin Mike. And how so much Al, like Al does not look at all like him. <laughs> Now Kelly, you, you were asking
0: us about the top left. I'm wondering what is this silver thing next to the toothbrush on the bottom? That looks like a serving tray to me.
3: Oh yeah, like kind of a like a chips and dip kind of yeah. Tray. That's the
0: best guess I had. I didn't know if okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know if I was missing something.
3: I guess, like first glance, you kind of assume it's just a coin, but then it's definitely not
1: a coin. <laughs> I think I think that makes my point though, is that there were two items on the front of this cover that you guys could not even identify. <laughs> <laughs>
3: We have butts and a hubcap. I mean, what else do you need?
1: <laughs> it's time to move on to number one. Okay. Does
3: Boy. anyone have a
1: number one that has not been
0: said yet? Because we'll save that. I have not no. said my number one yet. Kelly?
3: Mine has been said. Okay. Mine has been said too. Why don't you go, Kelly? So my number one is, and I'm sure you guys could have guessed it, the original self-titled Weird Al Yankovic album. This this kind of drawing gives me anxiety to look at because I can't even imagine where you start or how much fiddling goes into it. Um, It makes me exhausted (laughs) just thinking about drawing something like this. So I think it's just deeply impressive, but also because of how relevant it is to all the songs on there, how there is that continued joke on the back, every little detail in here is just so purposeful, so well executed And I think it's just a really delightful image. And it even goes into the level of detail where in the letters, there's little faces of these kind of like long-nosed, mad (laughs) TV-looking characters in there. Um, And I just love that there's like not one inch of space wasted on this cover. It's it's chock full. It's super fun. It's really well-made. I just love it.
0: So my number one has been said before... And it is Alpocalypse.
3: Nice. Uh, it
0: you know, we I, I mean I guess I already kind of cheerleaded <laughs> cheerleadered it a little bit earlier, but it is just like if I'm gonna hang something on my wall, this is what I wanna <laughs> hang on my wall. This is just I love it. It's it's bright, it it you know, the the face of the guy on the left, you know, was then taken and used for Bermuda's drum set, which was so cool. Um <laughs> You know the lettering, the detail in the cities, everything about this—it just—it's so cool. I just love it.
3: <laughs> this this really should be released as like a giant poster to put on your
1: wall. It's funny that you say that because I actually <laughs> do have on my wall a gigantic—I think it's three foot by three foot—easily poster of Apocalypse.
3: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope it has all the creases and little uh thumbtack holes in
1: it. <laughs> no, it's one of those uh I think they call it a fat head is where you can, you know, take it off and move it around. It's actually in the hallway right as you enter my weird out room. So I know you've seen it eat there. <laughs> <laughs>
3: so did you acquire this or did you have this made
1: no this was a part of a promotion for Apocalypse when it was first coming out you could buy posters in a whole bunch of different sizes and one of the options they had was this gigantic <laughs> fathead. and i'm probably the only person who bought it because of course i gotta have everything for <laughs> the collection i
3: was gonna say who are you to not go all in <laughs>
1: But it is huge like there's really like no wall in my house other than the hallway (laughs) to my weird hour room that's big enough to actually display this.
0: (laughs) It's so awesome. I want that.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I mean you can apparently it comes right off and (laughs) (laughs) restate.
1: Maybe I shouldn't have said it's removable because Ethan
0: will be over (laughs) here with a spatula trying to (laughs) scrape it off my wall. Yeah, it's going to be hard to walk out of your house with a giant three-foot banner.
3: (laughs) You'll find a way. Life always finds a
0: way. All right. Well, I can't believe we have just one more album to name. And this is your number one, Dave. And apparently neither Kelly nor I have mentioned it so far.
1: I'm a little surprised that it didn't make either of your list. But we are talking about my favorite album cover of all time is Weird Al Yankovic in 3D.
3: I knew this was gonna be your pick because
1: <laughs> of your hands. Why? <laughs> well, okay. Why did you know that this was gonna be my pick?
3: It well, number one, it feels like a you album. But
1: <laughs> okay.
3: I say that in a in a nice way, um, but I mean, I did it to you. It's the arm, right? <laughs>
1: I mean, outside of that amazing pose that Al is in and that wonderful, you know, showing us his palm, great span between the fingers and how it was wonderfully recreated in my picture that you gratefully drew of, of us. You know, there are a lot of just elements to this that I really like. I love the fact that, you know, back in the, you know, 1983, 1984 time frame, every single movie that was coming out was either in 3d or having to do like that was like their number one marketing thing that they were hammering home that this movie's in 3d it was either in the title or they were just like you know you got to watch this movie in 3d you had these and it's not like the 3d movies like that they have now you had to put on these paper glasses (laughs) you know to actually watch these movies and they were such like a big you know part of everything is that you know People would, you know, gather around the TV and like invite friends over and you would watch, you know, Jaws in three D, you know, or Amityville three D or, you know, Friday the thirteenth, part three, you know, in three D. It was really <laughs> perfect timing for Al to kind of, you know, jump on this in three D, you know, bandwagon that was going on. Also do like that he actually I don't know if I might be the only person who noticed this, but the actual font that he uses in this. It's very similar to the font that is in the Jaws 3D movie poster. (laughs) Mm. So I think that, you know, that font was kind of, you know, based off of the movie poster. And I just kind of like the way that this is laid out. I also like the fact that I didn't know this until it went up for auction at one of the Alcons. But that shirt that he's wearing is not actually yellow. It's actually a white shirt and they call
3: it oh, a yellow yeah. for the picture. The yellow is a good choice as as a photoshop element. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or a pre-photoshop element. Or they
0: just got a highlighter and scribbled on it at that point.
3: <laughs> yeah, this is probably like printed on a transparency <laughs> with a yellow piece of paper under it. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean I love this artwork but didn't make my top 5 or honorable mention list.
3: Yeah, the more that I was really scrutinizing this cover cuz again it's so iconic. I I love this image. I Jumped on buying that T-shirt as soon as it became available recently. <laughs> right. um, I just wish that it kind of went into the 3D element more. Like I wish he was wearing 3D glasses or something. Because I'm kind of trying to piece together what the like the visual narrative of this is, and it kind of doesn't make a lot of sense. Like there's a picture <laughs> frame on some kind of like picnic table. There's some pink <laughs> clouds in the back. <laughs> He's in outer space. He kind of looks oddly flat for this being about being in 3D. And I think it's because it was a black and white picture that got colorized, um, which is why his hair doesn't look as dark as the space. That's, you know, that's the publisher in me noticing where absolute black is. Um, So I'm like, this is a very clunky album cover to me, which is why I think I ultimately only made it an honorable mention.
1: There actually is, I know we're not talking about the backs of these albums, but on the back of the album, <laughs> there is a woman wearing those 3D glasses. Mm-hmm. And-,
3: and I also find that illustration very bizarre. Yes. <laughs> that woman kind of creeps me out a lot.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, she's not as creepy as Al on the Dare to be Stupid cover. You got to admit that.
3: No, I'll, I'll argue for that. That lady is the creepiest. <laughs>
1: And then on the back, too, I know we're not talking about the back, but you do have finally get to see all the band members, you know, holding Uh their instrument of choice. Of course, Jim holding his guitar, you know, Steve holding his axe and Bermuda holding his blender. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And Al holding his own hands.
0: (laughs) One thing that took me way, way, way too long to recognize is the name in 3D. Can be tied back to "Nature Trail to Hell," that song. They say oh, wow. in three D, and <laughs> that I that went right over your head. <laughs> it went right over my head.
1: And this is why I'm going to be auditioning for a new co-host very soon.
3: <laughs> so you noticed that the corner of the TV in the UHF logo <laughs> overlapped, but not. I see.
1: I'm just going to note that for when we argue. <laughs>
3: When you have your annual reviews together.
1: <laughs> All right. Just for the folks at home,
0: Kelly, can you give us your top five in order?
3: Sure. So I had number five, Alapalooza. Number four, Bad Hair Day. Number three, Alpocalypse. Number two, Polka Party. And number one, Weird Al Yankovic.
0: And Dave, what is your top five?
1: My top five, starting at number five, Bad Hair Day. Number four, Alapalooza. Number three, Off the Deep End. Number two, UHF original motion picture soundtrack and other stuff. (laughs) And number one, Weird Al Yankovic in 3D.
0: (laughs) And for the folks at home, my number five was Poodle Hat. Number four was Weird Al Yankovic. Number three was Bad Hair Day. Number two was Dare to be Stupid. And number one was Alpocalypse. Wow, we are so different.
2: (laughs) (laughs)
1: How did that happen? I think one of the reasons why we're so different is just because these album covers have so much to look at and so much to bring in and so many ways yeah. that you can look at them that you know something is going to connect to somebody on a different album cover than it is for you. And I think that that's really just kind of the beauty of Al's album covers is that they're not just, you know, here's what this album is. There's actual true artwork on these albums. Yeah, that's a good point.
3: Art is about interpretation, but there is a right and a wrong in this scenario.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how we're going to do... I mean... Well,
3: where did we have overlap?
0: The one album cover that all three of us had in common was Bad Hair Day. Dave, you had it at number five. Kelly, you had it at number four. And then I had it at number three. So none of us had it as our top one or two, but it is one that we agree collectively Mm -hmm. belongs in the top five. I would agree it belongs in the top five. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> because all three of us put it is there an argument to make it our number one mm,
3: i don't know if i would I, I think even though we all have it i don't know if i would put it as my number one so i don't know if it then is a number one worthy slot okay
0: <laughs> so we know it's on the list i think it belongs
3: in that kind of like middle to bottom range that we all put right
0: <laughs> Okay. So, that doesn't help us. Um, let's see. <laughs> so, Kelly, you had Weird Al Yankovic as your number one. I had it as my number four. And Dave, you didn't have it on your list. No, I did not have it on my yeah, list.
3: Yeah, Dave, what's wrong so. with
0: you? <laughs> <laughs> so, the three of us had Bad Hair Day, but we ranked it a little bit lower. But my number one was Alpocalypse. Kelly, your number three was Apocalypse. Dave, it wasn't on your list. But Kelly, maybe you and I can champion for somewhere in the top three, maybe number one is Alpocalypse.
3: <laughs> uh, yeah. I think Alpocalypse needs to be there somewhere.
0: <laughs> what do you think, Dave?
3: And Dave, Dave, if it wasn't on your list, you do have a three by three foot. on your wall. So I feel like in your heart, if you truly, if you truly look inside, you know, it belongs on the list.
1: I will say that I did have a hard time picking number five. I think number one through four for me was pretty solid. But number five I did constantly, you know, flip between it could be this one, it could be that one, it could be this one. I, I do feel like uh Apocalypse is great artwork. And there's no arguing with that. It's just so detailed and just the reference, you know, to the for horsemen of the apocalypse and and just everything about it was very well thought out i thought the photographer did a wonderful job al's expression just you know, <laughs> for, it's just like the exact opposite of what you'd expect from a <laughs> horseman of the apocalypse so i'm willing to put apocalypse on the list
3: Woo-hoo, one win. okay
1: so <laughs> because you're willing to make that concession dave both
0: of you had alpalooza on your list i did not have it on mine I'm willing to allow it on the top 5 list. Alpalooza. Okay. I mean, I
2: Good. Great. I can't We're argue winning with that. Both times. <laughs> so
0: just I mean, just to to, you know, look at everything though, that means Alpocalypse, Bad Hair Day and Alpalooza are on our top 5 list. So we need to start figuring out what's going where and we have to figure out what these final two album covers are going to be for the top 5.
3: Well, I will say of those three, I have them ranked next to each other on my list. So I had Apocalypse is three, Bad Hair Day is four, and Alapalooza is five. And I'm pretty convinced that that's a good ranking for those three albums. Not necessarily those numbers, but that order.
1: See, I would argue that Alapalooza is a little more iconic than uh,
3: Bad Hair Day. I could be talked into that.
1: <laughs> okay what do I need to do to talk you into that
0: well okay so let's let's talk about this though how strongly do we feel about our number ones apocalypse is my number one so obviously I feel like it should be above both of those
3: um I feel like if the self-titled weird al Yankovic album doesn't make it on the list that you guys are gonna be truly contorting yourselves when I draw the back version of your caricature. <laughs> <laughs> we've proven my witchcraft is real so take that as you will
1: just think of the years of physical therapy we're going to need us <laughs> that's true
0: again <laughs> yeah but who's going to take a picture behind us that's what we need to remember
3: <laughs> you never know what's behind you guys <laughs>
1: this is tough okay so i'm willing to put Apocalypse up ahead of the list but only if i get alapalooza immediately following it before bad hair day i would
3: be okay with
1: that i like how
0: we're horse training but we we haven't decided where on the list these are going (laughs) somewhere on the list
1: we have Apocalypse followed by alapalooza followed by bad hair day
0: we just don't know where yet but things could be between them but just overall that order It's what we're agreeing on.
3: This is progress, guys. This is progress.
0: (laughs) Okay, let's go through some of the ones that were solos. So, uh, Dave, you had In 3D on your list, and that was a solo. Um, Kelly, you had Polka Party on your list. That was a solo. And I had Poodle Hat on my list and Dare to be Stupid, which were both
3: solos. (laughs) I would say all three of those are my honorable mentions.
1: I just, I cannot put Dare to Be Stupid on the list. Just that cover freaks me out too much. <laughs> <laughs> well, so
0: Dave, you also had Off the Deep End as a solo and you had UHF as a solo. So your top three are all solos.
3: Dave's list was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly, we
0: can vote him out.
3: <laughs> Ooh, okay.
0: <laughs> How hairy are my arms now, Kelly? <laughs>
3: I think we're gonna talk more when we get to uh the self-titled <laughs> album then.
0: I mean I am pushing for self titled to be on the top 5
3: Mm-hmm. I think it's uh I think it's a must.
0: But Dave, if we if we put self-titled on there, that means only one of in three D, Off the Deep End, or UHF will make the list.
1: Yeah, I know that Kelly, you had a big problem with off the deep end.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Ethan,
1: what are your thoughts about off the deep end? I like Off the
0: Deep End. I think it's funny. I think it's a clever take on Nirvana.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think I think of the album arts that either ape a specific album cover or an artist, I think Bad Hair Day and Alapalooza are stronger examples of that than Off the Deep End, which was also how I was kind of analyzing these as I went through.
0: <laughs> now,
1: I will say, in your defense, Dave, Off the Deep End did make my honorable mentions list. Here's my thing is, like, I'm looking at these just as somebody looking at the covers. I'm not nitpicking on, except for poodle hat, <laughs> you know, is this badly photoshopped, you know, is this the wrong color, you know, could he have done this a little bit differently, you know, should he have been in, you know, a different pool, should he have not have been, you know, chasing a donut, and he have been chasing <laughs> something else,
2: <laughs> should
1: he have been a little more risque with, you know, his cover <laughs> pose. <laughs>
3: The '90s now go crazy.
1: <laughs> so, so I'm kind of just looking at it. You know, when I look at this album, you know, when I, spe- especially when I look at the "Off the Deep End" cover album, am I instantly reminded of Nirvana's "Nevermind" album? There's no doubt that somebody looking at that <laughs> knows that that is a parody of the Nirvana "Nevermind" album.
3: I do think it's a very affecting album cover. It does exactly what it's trying to do.
1: (laughs) Right. It's rather than this, you know, this cute little baby, you know, on the cover. It is this grown naked man on the cover. (laughs) With a hairy chest, I should point out.
3: So I think what we're hearing from you is that off the deep end needs to make it onto the list for you.
1: I just think that it's such a true parody to what it is trying to parody that it needs to be on the list. Um, UHF, I think, even though I think that, you know, kind of one of the reasons why I put UHF where I did is I was thinking, you know, if I were to get a tattoo of any album cover, <laughs> which one would I want? And I think that, like, just the UHF, the way that that, you know, just it's colorful, you know, it's it's you know, big image of Al's head would make like a great, you know, like back piece or something like that.
3: <laughs> I do love the UHF cover.
0: Let, let me put out this proposal. Dave, you you feel very strongly about Off the Deep End. I do. I, I would be willing to put Off the Deep End in
1: our top five if the final spot goes to self-titled Weird Al. I think I'm ready to concede the UHF album. And I think part of that was Kelly's argument that it really wasn't drawn to be an album cover. It's just basically the movie poster shrunk down into, you know, a 12 by 12 vinyl um, cover. I'm
3: like feeling guilty as you bring my own rule (laughs) against me. (laughs) (laughs) It's definitely the number one Weird Al movie poster, though.
0: That's true. That's true. So there's that. that. We agree, definitively. (laughs) (laughs) That would be a very short episode. (laughs) So Dave and Kelly, if you guys agree with my proposal, Off the Deep End makes it, if Weird Al self-titled makes it, and that rounds out what our top five albums are, and then we just have to choose the order. So
1: if that's the case, then I would be giving up In 3D, which is my number one spot. Um, Kelly would be giving up uh, Polka Party, which is her number two spot. And you would be giving up Dare to Be Stupid, which is your number two spot. And Poodle Hat, which is my number five spot. With UH Jeff on the cover. Our
2: friend. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Don't go there. Don't Sorry, Jeff. N3D <laughs> gave me a lot of agony. <laughs> it is very, very, very quintessential Al.
1: I mean, I would be
0: happy to take in three d, but then I wouldn't want off the deep end.
3: Mm.
1: Kelly, remind me one more time. Uh, what you know, what were the issues, you know, from an artist <laughs> artist perspective? What were the issues that you saw with off the deep end and with in three d?
3: Well, I don't have any artistic issues <laughs> with off the deep end because I do think that's like a flawless beat for beat parody. So I think that totally works. Okay. I think there's just something about like... I'm
0: interrupting. Off the Deep End is on our list. It has to be because you just said it was good before you said the bad (laughs) stuff. So that means... Listen, I was going
3: to say seeing (laughs) Al naked is just very strange. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Okay. You got
0: that. So
3: there's that. Um... But I think it's really good at what it's trying to do.
1: I say it, it is disturbing. Like if you're wearing an off-the-deep-end t-shirt or something, and you're walking around <laughs> you know, with a naked man on
3: your shirt. Actually, you do remind me. I used to like travel around with my CD player and like the album that I had in it, and I always had to hide my off-the-deep-end because <laughs> I was embarrassed by it. <laughs> So thank you for bringing up that trauma. Um,
1: I guess if you're having like the in-laws over for the first time, you don't want a giant off-the-deep-end poster hanging.
3: That up was on your that wall. was not the one to just lay out on top. <laughs> um, and for in 3D, I don't know. It's it's so 80s. Maybe maybe I just need to get into it. <laughs> just the the like ugly is beautiful kind of aesthetic. Of it. <laughs> but I do think the typography of the Weird Al Yankovic is flawless.
0: Yeah, and I mean that I mean if I was looking at Dave your your list, the most iconic one from those three is definitely in 3D. I mean, that is the album with Eat It on it. That is, you know, that is what a lot of people saw as their introduction to Weird Al. So, that does add some weight to.
1: And I will say, you know, we did bring it up earlier, but you know, on this last tour the in 3d is the one that got the reissue Mm t-shirt
3: it's so iconic that it was used in a tv show yeah Mm
1: -hmm. so how do you guys feel about
0: in order to preserve each of our number ones (laughs) we don't include off the deep end but we do include in 3d and we do include weird al self-titled
3: i like all those choices
1: how
0: do you feel about that dave
1: so our top five, in no order, is Apocalypse, <laughs> Alapalooza, Bad Hair Day, Weird Al Yankovic in 3D, and Weird Al Yankovic, the self-titled album. Yes, if if everyone's in agreement,
3: I do like all of those. I'm I'm happy with that.
1: I'm happy with that too. Set. All right, I think we've overcome our first hurdle, <laughs> that is narrowing it
0: down. Yay!
3: Five.
2: <laughs> shake
3: it out. Take a breather. Oh boy. I'm like getting hot in
1: here. You know, Kelly, that is a wonderful idea. I think we should just all take a nice break, order out some amazing vegan Mexican food. This episode is brought to you in part by vegan
0: Mexican restaurant Burrito Burrito in Troy, New York, home of the two pound double wrapped in a quesadilla burrito burrito. Come on down to Burrito Burrito and Burrito Burrito your burrito burrito. Find them at burritosquared.com and at squared on Instagram. And remember, not every burrito is a burrito burrito burrito, but every burrito burrito can be burrito burritoed. How was your break, guys? That
3: was very impressive. <laughs>
1: All right. So now that we're full on amazing burrito burrito.
0: (laughs)
3: Thank you guys for mailing it so quickly to Philadelphia. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah. It was still hot and everything. Yeah.
0: Well, we definitely had to plan ahead. I had to buy them a week ago and then mail it to Dave. And then I sent it to you via media mail, Kelly, because I just, I wasn't going to do first class. So I had to stick some books in there, but.
3: I mean, don't, don't (laughs) splurge. All right.
0: So now that we, now that we're uh, refreshed and we've had our fill of delicious vegan Mexican food, uh, we have the very difficult task ahead of us of getting the official order. We have the top five. In No Particular Order, Alpocalypse, Alpalooza, Bad Hair Day, Weird Al Yankovic in 3D, and Weird Al Yankovic, the self-titled album. Those are our top five album cover arts. I vote Alpocalypse is number one. This is my favorite, so I'm just going to put it out there. I think it should be number one.
3: You're just trying to win.
0: <laughs> there is no...
3: This is about winning,
0: right? We we all win because we've <laughs> we've selected, through a very difficult process, our five favorite The five best Weird Al Yankovic album cover arts.
3: So of our list of what remains, which ones were top three items?
0: So Alpocalypse and Bad Hair Day both made my top three.
3: And I had Alpocalypse and Weird Al Yankovic in my top three.
1: And I had In 3D in my top number one. (laughs) I think that In
0: 3D should be number three because it has a three in the title. (laughs)
3: <laughs> that feels appropriately arbitrary <laughs>
1: i don't know i just think that is such an iconic album cover that it just you know if you look at that it just screams weird al right and not just because his name is in giant block <laughs> but it, not because it literally screams weird al. <laughs> it, not because it literally screams weird al but i just think that you know looking at this And to go back to the point, like you said, it was on the Stranger Things show. It was reissued as a T-shirt. I mean, and it was a very popular T-shirt. We saw how many concerts did we go to, Ethan? In every concert, there was at least you know a dozen people you know who had bought that shirt and just changed out of whatever they were planning to wear to the Weird Al concert and wear that shirt. It had to be a bestseller on the website. It just had to be. It was just so iconic. I just think that if you look at this it just says Weird Al Yankovic and that is what Weird Al is about. And I think there's really no better representation of, you know, Weird Al out of all the covers, somebody to look at it and say, oh, that's definitely just a Weird Al album. You know, if you removed his name, you know, and you looked at it, you would know that that was a Weird Al Yankovic album. So
0: since this is the only album from your top three on our list, I would be willing to put In 3D as number one, if apocalypse is number two
3: wow that's a big move
1: how do you feel about that dave i feel good about that i mean the (laughs) apocalypse cover i don't really have a problem with it you know the more i'm looking at it it's it's actually a very well i said it earlier it is a very well done cover yeah if you look at like you know even if you look at like you know the the city that's being destroyed below and you look at little the little detail in like the buildings that are on fire and just the way that you know they're kind of crumbling and everything it's just you could tell that you know, the artists who put this together really you know gave a lot of thought to it and how you know he or she laid it out so i i gotta say that you know it is a very good cover and just the idea of you know the four horsemen and replacing al with that (laughs) silly grin on his face i think the silly grin is really what sells it
3: Um, it's really the he milks it there that's that's what sells it
1: kelly will you agree to that
0: proposal
3: i think it's bold i like bold actions let's do it
0: all right our number one is in 3d and our number two is
1: Alpocalypse. Wow, I'm so happy that you guys agreed with my number one that I almost <laughs> don't care what the rest of the list
3: looks like. <laughs> even though we originally did not even choose it.
0: <laughs> so now looking at what we have remaining with Alpalooza, Bad Hair Day, and Weird Al Self Titled. Weird Al Self Titled was Kelly's number one, but. If I were making this list, I would put Bad Hair Day second. But we already agreed that Alapalooza comes before Bad Hair Day. <laughs> so <laughs> with all of that, I would suggest Alapalooza is our number three.
3: Mm, now I'm looking at these being the two illustrated covers. Which is a stronger illustration between Alapalooza and the self-titled album.
0: I mean, they're very different. One is One is more, you know, I guess, subtle. Uh, well, the other is very <laughs> over the top.
3: <laughs> you wouldn't describe the Alapalooza cover as subtle?
1: <laughs> In comparison, I would. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, looking at those two, you know, the, the two, like you said, the illustrated ones, I think that what is more iconic and what is going to resonate more with people is that, you know, that craziness that's going on with the Weird Al Yankovic cover. I know I'm you Know, kind of contradicting myself because I put Al- <laughs> <laughs> on my list and I did not put Weird Al Yankovic on the list. But I just think that of those two, if you put them side to side and look at them like I'm doing, I think that you know, just if you which one of those you know, if you remove the name like we did for In 3D, which one of those screams Weird I Yankovic? Mm-hmm. It's definitely you know, the self titled album is like, well, oh, that is Weird Al, he's just all about these wacky zany things you know he's got baloney staple <laughs> to the wall he's got a disco ball <laughs> hanging you know from the ceiling i don't and f- then if you yeah, look this at is
3: such a it's, it's such an over-the-top like love letter to all of the songs and for that to be the cover art for a debut album i always thought it was pretty impressive where somebody like really gave so much thought to every element that was being included on this cover
1: right and the fact that he wanted like this mad magazine type of look and he found somebody in rogerio who could actually recreate that look Mm -hmm. you know and he knew you know that if you think about al's story is you know from a kid you know he wanted to be you know an artist for mad magazine you know and now he's didn't do the artwork for this but basically his first album this is what he's going to the world with you know is showing that hey this is you know my tribute to mad magazine which i was brought up on and at some point i wish i could have been an illustrator for
3: (laughs) so my proposal based on this is that we then rank for our bottom three weird al yankovic alapalooza and then bad hair day
0: i think that's the correct answer yep
3: was about winning (laughs) <laughs> all right,
0: so let's just go over it one more time To
1: ensure that we're all in agreement Well, Ethan, before we go through this list, though Just remember that this is the definitive list That <laughs> Kelly Phillips, Ethan, and myself came up with That we painstakingly went through Every single album <laughs> We we agree that this is the list And there is no room at all for argument From any of our listeners Ethan, Starting at number five, <laughs> what is our final list? All right. Our number
0: five best Weird Al cover art is Bad Hair Day. Our number four best Weird Al studio album of the first 14 released in the United States, as pictured <laughs> in the squeeze box. I'll say that each time, is Alpalooza. Our number three is Weird Al Yankovic, the self-titled album cover art. Our number two is Alpocalypse. And the definitive, Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast, number one Weird Al cover art is none other than Weird Al Yankovic in 3D.
2: I
1: think that's a really strong list I really do I think we really analyzed these covers And <laughs> went into a lot of detail about them But I think it was necessary In order for us to come up with this Great top five list Woo-hoo! Amazingly There are four albums That none of us picked I can't believe it And these are all good albums
3: It's true, they must just be better albums Than they are featuring cover artwork That we like <laughs>
1: All right, so, so the four we didn't pick, well, one of them is actually on my honorable mention list, and I'm going to bring that one up, and that is straight out of Linwood. Hey, that was on my honorable mentions list, too.
3: Uh, it wasn't on mine, but I do like this cover. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've always wanted a Linwood Letterman jacket ever since I saw this cover, <laughs> and I want that Chevrolet, and I want that dog, and I just want to be that cover.
3: The perspective on this car makes it look like an absolute spaceship.
1: It's <laughs> really a low rider, yeah. Sure. It's a
3: flat rider.
1: <laughs> I do like the fact that they have this pit bull on the cover, and the pit bull's name is Doughboy. And <laughs> the story behind Doughboy is that actually there was just a couple walking by with their pitbull and i was like i like that pitbull we're actually shooting like a gangster type of you know album cover can i use your pitbull and they were like sure so i'm kind of thinking (laughs) what would this cover look like without doughboy on it because doughboy is really like iconic he's like almost the focal point of the yeah album cover art
3: what is it just going to be the poodle instead (laughs)
1: <laughs> i don't know if there was even going to be a dog i think it was just going to be al standing in front of the you know the chevrolet and just you know being gangster
3: yeah the dog definitely does push it over the top
0: <laughs> and of course this was going to be the album cover before we even had white and nerdy this was going to be it with you're pitiful as the title track
2: oh wow
1: I think that's kind of interesting because it's like you're pitiful is like opposite of gangster rap, you know, type of thing, that, you know, like white and nerdy is, you know, your ride and dirty was, I guess. Right. So it's kind of like Alice is going for the exact opposite. And then when, of course, you know, the whole Atlantic Records didn't approve the you're pitiful parody, it was like, well, I guess I'm going to take whatever's coming next. And fortunately, it was white and nerdy because that's such an iconic song. Yeah, you know. yeah it's, it seems then, very
3: prescient that it went this way.
1: Yeah. right and so it's almost like well it, i have the album cover for it already it fits perfectly <laughs> um, a couple other things about this album cover is that the original license plate on this album cover originally said 27 four life like the number 27 <laughs> the number four and the word life but then it was changed, and it was changed to NLY27. Anyone know what the NLY stands for? It of course stands for. Oh yeah. Northern Louisiana.
0: Yo yo.
3: <laughs> A common uh, mistake. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> While you might think it stands for Northern Louisiana Yo Yo, it actually stands. <laughs> Nly are actually the initials for Nick and Nina Yankovic. How cool is that? That they have not only the same initials, but Al thought to put that on the cover. I think that's really sweet.
3: That is very cute.
1: And of course, you know the twenty-seven. That's obviously a reference for twenty-seven. Right. You know, the, Al's number. <laughs> but it's also, if you think about it, it is you know the abbreviation. You know, if you use two for February and seven for uh, the seventh day of february that is his wife suzanne's birthday
0: whoa i didn't know that (laughs) that was another 27 reference his wife's birthday it's
3: just meant to be
0: (laughs) i I can just picture al like dating people he's like uh what's your birthday (laughs) and then suzanne's like february 7th he's like All right, let's do it.
3: (laughs) Finally. In seven years, it's going to be quite an event. Yeah.
0: Oh, wow. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
1: You have to re-up their vows.
3: (laughs) Yeah. 27 times in a row.
1: We're going to have to have a very special episode for that episode.
0: (laughs) And so I don't know if you guys knew this, but originally the picture on the back of the cover was Al's first choice for the album cover, and it did not end up getting chosen.
3: Wow, take that, Al. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm really glad that they used what they did. I think it's just, it's so cool. <laughs> it's just, it, it really, it's perfect.
3: It's definitely like the straightest cover.
0: Yeah. like if Which you,
3: is very funny.
0: If you didn't, if it didn't have Weird Al and giant letters, and, you know, you weren't really paying attention, I feel like you could mistake this for someone else.
3: Yeah, because there's not any really, like, little background details or any little hidden jokes or anything. It's just a very straightforward cover that happens to be about Weird Al.
1: (laughs) So my understanding is that while this album is called Straight Out of Linwood, that wall that's used there, that's an actual wall that they use with all that graffiti on it. It's not actually located in Linwood itself. It's located in one of the neighboring towns. So while... The album is saying Al is straight out of Linwood, and technically he is. The actual album cover was not (laughs) shot in Linwood.
3: I guess that's the outer. That's the outer (laughs) part. The outer Linwood.
0: (laughs) Okay, so the next album that did not make any of our top five lists is, of course, Even Worse.
3: (laughs) This is another just very straightforward album cover.
1: There's really not a lot to it, but if you stack it up against Michael Jackson's album, Bad, and you put them side by side, the attention to detail, like, just the pose that Al's in, the exact same pose that Michael Jackson's in, like, everything is, like, even down to, like, there's this little curl that, like, kind of, like, is a little bit out of place on Michael Jackson, and it's the same curl and it's out (laughs) of place on Al, so just, like how much attention to detail he put into just to make this look as close to Michael Jackson's as possible. Like we're talking about, you know, how Alapalooza was getting confused with Jurassic park. Like this is one that I could see like somebody picking up going, Oh, Michael Jackson's new album and coming home with even worse. Totally.
3: And Ethan in a weird hand position history, He goes out of his way to recreate that odd little one and three finger
0: business (laughs) that Michael Jackson also is doing. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I feel very strongly that that was your unintentional inspiration.
3: (laughs) It was extremely intentional,
0: (laughs) intentionally unintentional.
3: Sure.
1: Well, then just let our listeners know that I'm actually doing a hand pose from a Weird Al Yankovic album. And Ethan is doing a hand pose from a Michael Jackson album. So which of us is the bigger? He's
3: doing a hand pose that's a recreation of a Michael Jackson
0: cover. Yo, mine is still on a Weird Al album cover. Yours just (laughs) happens to be the number one Weird Al album cover art of all time. And mine just happens to be one that none of us (laughs) picked. (laughs) (laughs)
1: probably not a coincidence
0: (laughs) all right moving on to the next album cover art that none of us picked is the most recent album cover of course mandatory fun
1: Yeah, I kind of like this one, even though it didn't make my any of my lists. But I do like that kind of military theme to it. It's kind of like very like, you know, communist propaganda type of look. And Ali really did a a good job.
3: Yeah, I do think this is a really effective cover for what it's trying to communicate. Like it's it's very obviously trying to go for like the communist propaganda (laughs) vibe. Um, I like that it has some illustration on it for the first time since, I think, Alapalooza.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah.
3: I think some of the interior images are more fun, but this is probably the most cover-worthy image that they could have pulled from.
0: Yeah, that's true. I love the pollution coming out in the back, too.
3: (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) It's grim.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love the mandatory world tour how they had made this album art into a video for the commercials and mm-hmm. you know, you could see the marching and the black and white footage and you know, the, the screen would flicker and you'd see Al and you'd see the, you know, the flags. And I, I just, I thought that was really cool. I like the animated version of this cover. Uh, I would yeah, say it, it made for more. some
3: really, it made for some really effective like all over branding for that whole tour.
0: Yes. So yeah. it was a
3: cool aesthetic that they got to bring through the whole thing.
1: I do like a lot of like those, you know, propaganda poster spoofs that are on the inside. The one I particularly like is the one that Al is holding the wrench in his hand and, you know, there's Chinese lettering (laughs) underneath. And if you actually do the translation on that Chinese lettering, it is, I'm not wearing underwear, which I think is hilarious. I never translated that. I love that. Thank you for
0: doing that, Dave.
1: <laughs> I think it would be, personally, you know how people get, like, Chinese, you know, tattoos on them. And, you know, and they find out, like, later on that they need something totally yeah. different than what they think they are. Like, I would think this would be just a really funny tattoo to get. So, then somebody who speaks Chinese would read it and they'd be like, ah, this guy got, like, I'm not wearing underwear <laughs> tattooed. And i am be like, no, I intentionally did that. It's a Weird Al reference. That
0: would be an incredible, like, incognito weird Al tattoo
1: Dave I nominate you
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, if I ever
1: if I ever get a Chinese tattoo it is definitely gonna be the Chinese translation for I'm not wearing underwear <laughs> you should get it on your butt I think that's the best
2: place yeah it, it feels like something
3: that should run down the side of your thigh
0: <laughs> if you can read this I'm not wearing underwear <laughs> <laughs>
3: Your wife's going to love it.
0: (laughs) And your co-host. Anyway, (laughs) let us talk about the final album cover art that did not make any of our lists, of course, Running With Scissors.
3: This is such such an important album for me, but what has always driven me crazy about this cover is why is it a photo on top of another photo?
0: (laughs) Everything you just said, copy, paste uh that's my feeling
1: <laughs> i think you were reading my notes because that's like exactly the re- what i have in there i don't understand why they cropped the photo the way they did the only thing i can think of is like maybe there was something off to the side that they needed to crop out like you know like a gym bag or something like that or you know like uh ruben's jock strap or something <laughs> i don't know but it's just something off to the side we'll that's like that
3: one though <laughs> Or it's like this was so telephotoed in that this is truly the edge of the image <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah I mean I I've never seen or heard an explanation for this I always assumed that it must be there must be a reason like there like it must be a parody of something I don't know I really don't know I know when um, when the tour came around they had the t-shirt but it just had the the main image not the background image. Mm-hmm. And that looked great. So I don't know why they couldn't have just put like some kind of other background or I don't know. (laughs) It's like
3: (laughs) It's like when you're trying to uh, put portrait mode photos on Instagram and get like that little weird (laughs) version of your picture in the background. They were just having this problem like 20 years before Instagram existed.
1: (laughs) Right. Or you're watching old TV shows in HD and they have those little, bars on the, on side, the side, side bars
3: but <laughs> <laughs> just the show's like, logo like, we, the whole time. Sh-
1: we shot this in regular film and now we're going to turn it into hd film <laughs> but i mean like you would look at it and it almost looks like it was designed for a cassette tape right however mm. but if you actually look at the cassette tape cover it still has that <laughs> image on the side so <laughs> that's like The only thing I could think of, oh, this was designed for a cassette, and it was like, nope. When you look at the cassette, it's still got that little side piece of the track over there, so...
0: We need to track down the person who did this cover. Yeah, and... who
3: is the graphic designer on this album?
1: <laughs> the name I have for it is Doug Haverty, so we're gonna have to look in the tracking him down. We're gonna have All to right, ask
2: Doug. Them. Yes.
0: <laughs> and he, I mean, he did a lot of uh, work on Al covers and photos and stuff.
3: I do feel like he was probably given this photo with no answer and had to come up with this creative solution. <laughs> and it was a good enough. <laughs>
1: a couple things about this album this is the first album chronologically to include the number 27 on the cover oh mm-hmm.
0: and the first one since al had you know of course his image change and lost the glasses
3: that's true
0: therefore he's now more susceptible to damage by running with scissors <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah he no- he no longer has protective eyewear
0: <laughs> or protective... Lip
2: wear.
1: <laughs> there is one more piece of trivia. I'm going to see if you guys can figure it out. This is about running with scissors on the actual album cover art. What else is special about it? I know there's not a lot to it, but there's some little special aspect to it.
3: Well, there are two other little runners in the background.
1: Kelly, you got it. Those two other runners were actually band members. So this makes the only album cover that features band members on it.
3: Oh, And they're front and center and definitely not covered by words or anything.
1: So don't say Al never puts his band members on the cover.
0: (laughs) Well, so the other piece of trivia is this is the first album uh, since Al lost his right leg. (laughs) (laughs) If you do look very carefully, you can see a little bit of shoe and, of course, the shadow. He did not lose his right leg.
3: I mean, we don't know that until Straight of Linwood. That's Because if true. you look at the poodle hat cover, <laughs> his right leg is pretty obscured. That's true. So it took him a few years to grow it back, but it came in stronger than ever. We're going
0: to
1: have to uh, look into that, I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the only other piece of trivia that I have about the Running With Scissors album is that was actually shot at the Santa Monica City College on the running track that was there. Ooh, I want to go there now (laughs) on an algrimage.
3: Bring some scissors.
1: (laughs) We should make a pilgrimage out there so we can find the running track from, you know, Santa Monica City College. And we can also find that wall with all the graffiti on it and we can do our own straight out of Linwood cover art.
0: We should do our own running with scissors art. But we should not have the two weird photo layering thing. (laughs) Let's do it right this time.
3: Or, counterpoint, you should layer even more photos.
0: We'll do both.
3: Just a a real mosaic approach.
0: And, Kelly, we want you to be blurry and up and covered by letters if you would join us.
3: Yeah. Yeah,
2: You can Photoshop me in. I'll cut my right leg off at the knee. I'm going all in.
1: Kelly, thank you so much for joining us.
3: Thank you for having me.
1: We are looking forward to that picture that you're going to draw of us from (laughs) behind. Remember, my arms are not hairy. I will be happy to send you as many pictures of my arms as you want for reference.
3: When I wake up tomorrow with my inbox cluttered with
0: arm photos... And of course, Kelly, you are the incredible artist behind the cover art for Weird Al Seriously, the brand new book by Lily Hirsch, available March 15th, but available for pre-order right now.
1: You can check out the book from Roman and Littlefield or pre-order on Amazon.com. And do not forget to check out Kelly and Claire with their amazing project, Dirty Diamonds.
3: Yeah, that's our all-girl comic anthology with our 10th and final issue coming out this spring or summer around the theme of death. And you can learn all about that and grab a copy at DirtyDiamonds.net.
1: Oh, how appropriate. Death. That is one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. That is the horse (laughs) on the right, the death horse.
3: (laughs) So glad I finally squeezed a Weird Al reference into a Dirty Diamonds
0: project. <laughs> and Kelly, we can check out your personal art and follow your personal drawings by heading over to KellyPhillips.net. We can check out Weird Me, your Weird Owl Al book, all about your obsession and love of Weird Owl. <laughs> and so much more by heading over to KellyPhillips.net.
3: Yeah, and you can check me out anywhere on social media at KellyPComics. I post a lot about my cats. And lately, the movie cats because I just saw that and my brain is warped. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> I'm always glad to be here. Thank you for letting me curse you again. Not <laughs> sorry, always a treat talking to you, boys.
0: Once again, thank you so much to our good friend and amazingly talented artist, Kelly Phillips. You can find her online at kellyphillips.net and DirtyDiamonds.net. And of course, if you head over to her personal website, you can get that amazing book she wrote, Weird Me. You can get some cool pins, stickers, tattoos. She makes some really
1: cool Weird Al stuff. Go support her. She's a great friend. Speaking of great friends, Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast is brought to you in part by the Don Ferlazzo Allstate Agency in Clifton Park, New York. If you drive like crazy or are about to buy you a condo, Don Ferlazzo and his team can help you with crazy good auto, home, and renter's insurance. Plus, the Ferlazzo Agency can protect all of your favorite stuff like your number one favorite Weird Al cover art album, Weird Al Yankovic in 3D. You may think your insurance is good enough for now, but don't wait one
0: more minute. Find the Furlazo Allstate on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or call 518-278-3543 for a free quote today.
1: The Furlazo Agency. We sell insurance. And that's all. And please make sure when you call the Ferlazzo Agency, you are calling them at their number and not on our special hotline, 347 Spatula. If you mix up those two numbers, you will confuse Ethan and myself because we will not be able to get you renter's insurance at all. Of course, each week
0: we bring you amazing content, like our top five list, and interview with Kelly Phillips, absolutely free. We don't ask much from you in return. All we ask is if you enjoy the podcast and you want us to keep making more quality weekly podcasts for your entertainment, we would love if you'd support us over at patreon.com slash 2000inch. All it takes is as little as a dollar a month, and it really makes a big difference for
1: us. I mean, a dollar a month, that's like a cup of coffee. I think. I have no idea. I don't drink coffee. Maybe it's a cup of coffee. I don't know. I feel like coffee is more than a buck. Depends where you get the coffee from. (laughs) But so for one day, you can give us a dollar a month and skip a half a cup of coffee. (laughs) Just order the small size.
0: Another way to support the podcast is by visiting our official Dave and Ethan's 2000-inch Weird Al podcast shop. You can head over to shop.2000inch.com to get everything from tote bags to t-shirts to pillows. I can't believe it, Dave. There's too much stuff there. We need to buy it all.
1: A huge thank you to all of our listeners, to all of our subscribers, and everyone who follows us. We are on Facebook, we are on Twitter, we are on Instagram, at 2000inch. We want to hear your top five lists. We want to hear what you think the top five Weird Al Yankovic album cover arts are. Let us know what we got right. And in the off chance that we happen to have something where we missed something on our list, let us know that as well. Of course, thank you to everyone who joined us on our Facebook group, and of course, an extra, extra, extra special thank you to each and every one of our Patreon supporters. You can support us over at Patreon at patreon.com 2000inch. And while
0: you're on the internet, be sure to find us online at 2000inch.com. Share our posts, tell your friends, leave us messages at
1: 347-SPATULA. Our podcast hotline is open 27 hours a day. Do us a favor, subscribe over on Apple Podcasts. Google podcast Stitcher, Spotify, or the podcast app of your choice. This is the only way to ensure that you will not miss a single episode the moment that they drop.
0: Dave, now that I think about it, I wonder if we should have included Peter and the Wolf in this distinction.
1: No, it was the top five Weird Icelandic album cover ours from Squeezebox. We went over this. I specifically asked if we could include Peter and the Wolf, and you said that. It-
0: That was Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast, episode 45-inch.
3: I am wearing underwear.